Hey everybody, it's Matt here. And before we get to the episode today, I just want to invite you to slay this giant of sexual sin with us. I want to invite you to consider doing an event with us. We have so many different kinds of events that we could do. There's events for men, there's events for men and women, events for parents, for youth, for young adults. There's Sunday morning preaching. Um, some of the events that we do are for our one-time things and some are weekend-long conferences. And so if this is on your heart and you'd like to address sexuality and porn in your church or in your circle, in your ministry or whatever that might look like, uh, I would invite you to go to restoredministries.ca slash events. You can see what's possible there with some things that we've done in the past. And we're also very flexible with working with different event organizers and, and churches in what it can look like for their particular setting. And so if you have it on your heart to carry the message forward of, of freedom and wholeness and health over sexual brokenness, I would love to chat about what that might look like. Go to restoredministries.ca slash events. And at the bottom of the page, you'll see my email and feel free to email me. We can hop on a Zoom call together and look at what doing an event together might look like for you. Welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast, full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Brad and Hafner. Hey, hey, welcome back to your Victory Podcast. Matt here, Brad here. Welcome on YouTube, on podcast app, wherever you're listening or watching. Awesome to have you. Hope you're having a good week. Uh, I got a text from someone, text or message. I don't know. I have like eight or nine communication channels. It's too much these days. Eh? There's like, you need an assistant. Oh, man. There's a, what? There's text, there's Gmail, there's our, our Pure Freedom community. If you haven't joined it, men over 18, you should do it for free. Yeah. PureFC.ca. There's a what? There's a WhatsApp signal. All these different things. I don't know where people get a hold of me, but but you I got still answer my text, so I'm I'm very appreciative. Oh, I'm yeah. I try to be good. Yeah. Sometimes it takes me a few days to get to things, but oh, it's okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm not alone. I know you're the same. You're just being <laughs> yes, humble. Right. We all. It's just the world these days, but yeah. but uh, but no. I got a message from someone saying, "Hey, I can't give five stars to the podcast. I can give four. If you hit five, it didn't hit. It didn't submit. But if you can do five, that'd be awesome." Mm-hmm. If you can do four, that's great too. And uh, yeah, we just appreciate any review or anything that you can put on as a as feedback on the podcast just to continue to get it up. We're, we're growing every month, which is neat with downloads. And so if you're new, uh, we just want to say welcome. Welcome to the tribe. Hope you're enjoying things. And if you want to pass it on to some friends, I know a lot of people have been impacted people's literally their lives have been changed because a friend passed on their podcast, the podcast, which is pretty cool. And so can make a difference but uh but yeah and so like we talked about last week if you have a question if you have something that you want us to cover don't worry even if it's something that we've covered before there's tons of episodes um we can always go back to something and so if you have a question about your own personal story if you were going to get some counsel what was what's something that you would ask you can record a voice memo on your phone go to our show notes and you'll find our, our emails there and you can send us an email with your voice memo, um, you can write a question too if you want, and we'll we'll get to that on an episode. So um, really encourage you to do that. And today we're we're just busting more myths. We're talking mm-hmm. about the impact of pornography on the world at large, on on porn stars, on uh, on on the world in general, on sex trafficking, human trafficking. Uh, it's really real. The impact is real, and. And every time that we watch porn, every time that we engage in it, we're contributing to the problem. Your your porn use is directly related to human trafficking. It's a vote, really. It's a, it's a vote. 
for sex trafficking and, uh, and it matters. And so we want to talk about that today. That's right. And I know that's alarming. And sometimes you think, Hey, when I look at porn, maybe I'm not buying anything necessarily. I'm just clicking on a free video or whatever else. It doesn't matter. They track these things. They track the views and that generates more videos that emboldens them to keep producing. And that's hard to think of. I mean, when I was watching porn, I really didn't want to come to terms with this. Uh, I really didn't want to even think about it. I, I had thought, pride. I used to yeah. always think to myself, like, oh, I've never spent a dime on this stuff. That's right. Some people spend money. I just do free. I get free. That's right. Oh, so man. being that you think that, and I did too, um, often we bury our head in the sand and we don't realize that we are contributing to the problem. And maybe we don't view or understand it as a problem. Um, we don't understand how big porn is. Maybe on a level we do. But we're going to share some some realities today about how big of a problem porn is and in specifically how big of a problem the industry is as a whole, what it's doing to our world and our culture and just at large, what it's doing to our societies. So let's start off with some stats here about what porn is doing and not only that, how big the porn industry is. And if something is big, that indicates that a lot of people are coming to it, to use it, to utilize what it's selling. So that that really tells us something. If a lot of people are engaging with something, as a whole, our society is being impacted by it. Um, and we just know this. So for instance, if you think things like Twitter are impacting our, our culture and society, you would assume that there's a lot of users in Twitter. And there is. Twitter's massive. It's huge, right? And it is impacting our world for sure. Well, you think Twitter's big? <laughs> Porn generates $97 billion a year. And this is from a few years ago, this, this stat. I'm sure it's well north of $100 billion. But let's put that in context because that number is, is mind-boggling. That's actually, that dollar amount reflects traffic to those that site, those sites, I should say. And on a whole, Porn generates more traffic to their websites than Twitter does, than Amazon does and Netflix does combined. Just think about that. Let's stew on that for a bit. Twitter and Amazon are behemoths. They're huge in the tech industry. And you had combine that with Netflix. Porn is way outstripping and outperforming those uh, huge tech giants. That is alarming. So porn is massive. It is a massive industry. It is a huge industry. That is impacting so much of our world, and I don't think we fully get how big of a, a thing this is. And every time that we go to that, every time that we are engaged in that traffic, we are just, like I said, emboldening these companies to keep producing and churning out content. Yeah, I mean, you guys that have been listening for a long time, you guys know that Brad and I are hockey guys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and hockey is small beans in the sports world compared to Major League in North America, Major League baseball, football, basketball. Yeah. Like people, people in... Uh, in certain cities, it's like they don't even know they have a hockey team. No, even though they, have they call team. it ice hockey. They don't even know. <laughs> what do you play, ice hockey? No, I don't call it that, but sure. <laughs> For you Americans, are like, isn't it called ice hockey? Like, <laughs> in Canada, it's just hockey. Just hockey, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's funny. So, but no, so I don't know what the NHL revenue is. I think it's like a couple billion. Oh, we're minnows. NHL's minnow. It's small, yeah. yeah. We were looking at uh, NBA, NFL, yeah. like, around 10 to 12 billion out uh, Jalen Brown in the NBA 
He just got a contract for $304 million. I think it was a five-year deal. And Buddy isn't even the best player on his team. I heard he was like the fifth best yeah, player on his right. team. Yeah, that's right. He's a starter, but that's it. Good player, though. Good player, but not worth that. Exactly. On, no. Exactly. 304 So what's that? 60-whatever million a year to play basketball. And that's like outrageous. You think about that. You can't even comprehend that. That's $304 million to one guy. 97 billion in the porn industry yeah. and that's an old stat i'm sure it's more now it's, yeah. it's like you can't even fathom how big that is because mm. you think how much money is in the nba that, that one guy gets that but that's like maybe 10 percent total nba revenue of the porn industry yeah it's just massive it is if you want something on your prayer list put put the porn industry coming coming down that's right on your prayer list because right. it has real world impact and I mean, we've had we've had had Brittany Delamora on the podcast, and she's she's an ex um, porn actress, and she's talked about it. A, 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 a more recent one is Lana Rhodes or Lana Rhodes or whatever. I'd say Lana, but probably Lana. Lana, yeah. Lana, and I don't think that's when I said thing. Lana, I'm like, ah, oh, that doesn't sound right <laughs> yeah, at all. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, she she was number one in the porn industry for a long time. Don't go search her; you don't need to. No. Um, life is better without her images. Um. But she's come out of the porn industry and she has different quotes. She, she, they're pretty, it's pretty revealing. And so I just want to read a few here because you, you got to realize when you're consuming something like you're impacting people, it's a direct impact. Yeah. And I used to just think, oh, I'm not putting money towards this. I'm not contributing. No, you're contributing. Mm -hmm. I was contributing to it. Um, and so I'll just read here from, from Lena, from Lana Rhodes. <laughs> She says, I don't even like having sex. I'm honestly pretty asexual. I never hook up with people. I don't feel, I, I don't find people attractive. Um, pretty sad when, like, I remember there was a, there was a comment about a porn actress and she got married and someone's like, oh, lucky husband. It's like, this is, people would say this about Lana. She's like, I don't even find people attractive. I don't even hook up with people. She doesn't like sex. She says, I don't think that the porn industry is good for anybody. They should make it illegal. She says, I think I'm still number one everywhere. It's crazy to make a decision at 19 and become the biggest star in the world without even intending to do so. Plus, I'd only ever had sex with one person, so I was very inexperienced sexually, and it's a life sentence. She says, I can't hide from it, and everywhere I go, there's someone who's seen my films, and I just have to handle it. She says, I didn't have a great experience in porn, and I don't think that it's great for other women or even men. I myself am against pornography now from my own experiences. There are different levels to it. Obviously, it's mostly hardcore porn that I have an issue with. And that's pretty revealing to hear from somebody who is celebrated. She, I'm sure, won awards. She was number one in a lot of rankings and in annual searches. And she's like, no, this should be shut down. She's like, I'm yeah. against it. I don't even like sex. Yeah. How sad that something that God intended to be so good with sex and so beautiful, it got so perverted to the point where she's like, I don't even want it anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, there's beauty in everybody. Uh, really, like we're made in God's image. God's put beauty, physical beauty, I believe, in each person. And Lana's like, no, I don't even find people attractive. It's it's really, really sad. Yeah. And so to understand the impact is is really real. It it I remember, because um, one guy, one guy, I remember saying to me, like, some people want to be in the porn industry, though, right, Matt? Because we were talking about sex trafficking, and we'll get into more of that. But just how people are trafficked and are manipulated, and they are, um, you know, coerced and saying they like 
people go to a modeling shoot, they think it's just for normal modeling. It turns out they have to do sexual favors to the person because they're there for porn and they're filming it all. And if they don't do it, the, what the producer or director demands, they're going to send pictures to their family or whatever. Yeah. Like there's so much manipulation. And so I remember one guy was saying, yeah, but that's not everybody's story. Like some of, some of the actresses like it, some are there by choice and that's true. But if they're there by choice, what, what made them choose that? Yeah. Like how sad is that, that they're at that point where that's what they're choosing. And then what's the impact of it? Even if they're there by choice, I don't know Lana's story, if she, how she got started, but even if she was there by choice, the impact of it on her is really real and terrible. And we don't want to have anything to do with that. And so no. you, you as a person who maybe has consumed porn or watched porn, it doesn't have a, a, as great a hold on you as you might think. It's not as big of a giant in your life as you might think. And and I, I, I want to give you that perspective shift because when you're hearing this, it's like, oh, yeah, but I'm hooked on it. Yeah, there's there's an addictive component, but it's not so big that you can't stop because you can stop. You just need to maybe do the right things to stop. You've got to walk in the light. You've got to confess. You've got to understand heart health and get some people to, to walk with you. And you can stop because this is real stuff and the impact of porn and of us watching porn is really real. Yeah, it really is. It impacts the people in the industry. It impacts so many lives and we don't understand that. And I think this may not be the key component for you of busting this myth that leads you away, but I hope it is part of um, the the process for you of, of moving away from this and getting it out of your life because it is alarming. It really is when we start to understand how big uh, of an impact we can have uh, as well. Even if it's just little old me, we think that here's the myth, you know, like, well, I'm watching it in uh, the recesses of my life. You know, no one has to know uh, behind closed doors. It's just me watching porn and it's not affecting anybody. Cause it really feels like that, right? Like if you're in a darkness of your room, wherever you live and no one's around you, you're just watching something on the screen. It doesn't, seem real it might feel like a video game but it's obviously impacting you and you're taking it in you don't realize the people behind the screen you don't realize the producers you don't realize all the different angles and areas of this that's happening that the that that you're engaging with you don't think of it that way and i remember when i was watching porn uh i think i knew this on a level but i'm going to share kind of uh an embarrassing thing for me i think it was was very hypocritical um of me but I remember I was listening to this radio program and the hosts, it wasn't a great, great radio program, but they were talking what does and doesn't fly in relationships sexually. Why I was listening to this, I mean, it was mainstream radio. I don't think this should have been on mainstream radio, but I was listening, okay? And uh, anyways, the two hosts, they were talking about this one scenario where if you sleep with a girl who's married, she's made this choice, I'm gonna sleep with you. Basically what the host was saying was, well, if she's choosing that, that's her choice. I'm absolved of any responsibility in this. I'm absolved of any responsibility. That was his mindset. And I remember I was so disgusted. I was so disgusted by that mindset. I'm like, no, you are part of being a homewrecker. You are choosing to sleep with someone who's married. And I remember years later, I was thinking about this and realizing how hypocritical I was in this because here I am, people are quote unquote, making a choice to be in the porn industry. They're making a choice. So I'm not complicit in this, right? (laughs) 
I'm not making uh, a choice that uh, has any impact on them. They're doing it. So when I realized that, when I was thinking about that, I'm like, Brad, you're no different. You're no different really? than what that guy was saying. And it hit me hard. And uh, it's so true because even though someone in the porn industry has made a decision to engage with this, to become a porn actor or actress, we don't know their life. We don't know the hurt and the pain and the trauma that they've gone to to get to that point. And often they have. They have gone through some real heavy stuff to the point where they feel they have to do this. And then some make bad decisions along the way in the college or whatever else, and they get trapped in this. And we don't realize that. We think that they're, as an adult, making a rational decision. That's not what's going on here. Um, there's some other great quotes. I mean, we shared about Lana Rhodes. There was another one here, and our friends at Pure Desire shared this quote. But Shelly Lubin, who is the founder of the Pink Cross Foundation, she used to be a porn star. And uh, she said some really profound things. She was involved in the porn industry in California. And she said this about this industry. She said, the California pornography industry is a destructive, drug-infested, abusive, and sexually diseased industry, which causes severe negative secondary effects on female and male adult industry workers, as well as the general public. That's what she said. And she even continued this. This one really hit me. I was sharing this with Matt. But this is what she said about uh, the actresses in the industry. This is her quote. We hate every minute of it. We're traumatized little girls living on antidepressants, drugs, and alcohol, acting out our pain in front of you who continue to abuse us. Ouch. Ouch. That's, that's hard to think of because we are the consumer, right? If we're looking at porn, we are the consumer. The only reason this stuff is getting made is because there's someone's consuming it and we're taking part in that. And I know this, we're not sharing this to make you feel bad about yourself. We're sharing this to, to tell you the truth of this, that, that myth, it's not hurting anybody but me. That's not true. That is not true. It, I mean, and I think that we need to come to terms with this. There is uh, this dark underbelly of this industry that is really impacting our world. Uh, it is impacting it in such profound ways, all the way to the people involved in it. And that is the actors and actresses. It is rough on them. It's impacting them. And, and often many of these, these people that are involved in industry for a few years, well, they're not heard from, heard from after a while. Some end up dead because they continue on a life of addiction, even into trafficking. And we'll talk a little bit more about that, where they're never heard of from again. And then the ones that maybe get popular, like, like for instance, Lana Rhodes and Shelley Lubin, like, look what they're sharing. Look what they're sharing, how damaged they've been by this. And by the grace of God, people like Shelley Lubin have... Uh, encountered the gospel and, and are walking with Jesus now. And it's incredible what she's, she's doing to help uh, turn around and help people. But there's many people that just get so lost in this. And, and it just, it breaks our hearts to think about that, that we are like Shelley Lubin says, um, they're living their pain out in front of us. And uh, that's, that's tough. It's tough to think about for sure. Yeah. And so one, one justification that people would go to is, oh, well, there's amateur porn now too. I mean, people are making their own porn, especially on OnlyFans going to go to that. Yeah. And that's that's big. not, yeah. yeah, that's not the porn industry, but yeah. that's amateur stuff making yeah. or amateur people making their own stuff. And the same principles apply. Why are they doing that? Like they, they must be so broken. Why are they putting themselves out there? There's husband and wife teams, like tons of them. They're on OnlyFans and they, that's what they do. And, and you can see them on like Dr. Phil has talked to some of them and you just hear their story, but you can see the pain. You can see like the darkness in their eyes and it's, 
it's really, really sad. So don't justify like, oh, I'm not going to the hardcore stuff or the heavily produced stuff. I'm just going to the amateur stuff. Like, why are people doing that? That, the amateur and the hardcore, both of them have a tie into sex trafficking, to human trafficking. A lot of people have seen Sound of Freedom right now. It's a real thing. Yeah. And and if you haven't seen Sound of Freedom, uh, maybe check it out if you can handle it. It's yeah, a, yeah. It's a... It's pretty, eye-opening. pretty, a pretty mm-hmm. eye-opening mm-hmm. for sure. To for for what's going on in the world about sex trafficking, but some, some, I think some moms that I know they they maybe don't want to watch it, which <laughs> it's is hard to watch. Yeah, which is understandable yeah. for yeah. sure. But amateur porn, hardcore porn doesn't matter. There's tie into all of it. There's been sex trafficking victims found on on every kind of porn yeah. on various sites, and so the the tie-in is real. And I've shared this before, but I remember. One of our monthly donors, her heart is not so much porn. Her heart is sex trafficking, and she had a dream, and she was she was she saw this big altar, this big statue, and the found and the statue was sex trafficking, but the foundation that it was rested on was pornography. And so the Lord just showed her in the dream: if you deal with the foundation, the whole thing will fall. If you deal with porn, sex trafficking will fall. There's not a person involved in sex trafficking or human trafficking that has never watched porn. Do I know that for sure? No, but yeah, I do. Because it doesn't, like, people are not going to not watch porn and go, yeah, I think that this is a good idea. Yeah, Things progress. And so it, it really is the foundation to sex trafficking, human trafficking. You, we don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. We don't want to get close to the line and justify and do that for our own our own pleasure. Life is good without getting off to to pornography and so we don't need to do that we can we can be advocates against it instead um do you want to talk a little bit about the tie-in human trafficking yeah so we had a great podcast uh, a year or so ago with reflection ministries down in texas and the director of that great ministry sammy flock she shared so much that was just eye-opening for us um, about how this works and how much of a tie-in there is to the porn industry because a lot of what drives this activity is con- consumption. There will be uh, more and more of something happening if there's consumers for that. And where there's money to be made, they're going to invest their time and, and energy into that. So human traffickers know that. And then the porn industry has this this dark side to it where it's really driven by this. And um, Sammy Flock, who is at the forefront of this work, she says something very powerful that I think Matt and I we never really thought of before, but she said this. She said, if we want to deal with the human trafficking issue, and that includes child trafficking, we first need to deal with the porn issue. Wow. That's incredible. Someone who does this work, who's at the front lines of human trafficking, sex trafficking, and child trafficking, someone who's involved in that work says the underbelly, the undergirding of all of this is porn. So if that's the case, if that is true, and we believe it is, then when every time that we engage with porn, it's, I shudder to think that I, I, I took part in this as well, but I did. Um, when we take part in that, we are engaging in something that is pushing such evil, depraved activity like trafficking. And I think that for us that are battling this as an addiction and going through getting this out of our lives, this isn't to make you feel... Um, like I said, shame. We don't want to put shame on you, but conviction is a good thing. I think conviction is a very good thing. And God gives us conviction through his kindness and loving kindness and acceptance. He, he accepts us fully, but he convicts us. And this convicts me. 
I know this convicted Matt, this convicts us to speak on this, but I hope that if you're in the midst of this, it convicts you that this behavior is affecting you. But it's not only that, it's affecting so much more than just you. And that, I think we need to understand that. And that's this myth we're trying to break with you right now to bust is that it's only me. No, it is affecting so much more than just you. So know this, that we don't want to contribute to some of these evil things. The movie Sound of Freedom is so popular right now. It's getting a lot of awareness. But that's just one drop in the bucket of really how, how bad this stuff is. And I think that what if you could move in freedom and turn around and help others and pull them out of this? And then you're becoming an advocate for these people that have no voice just by helping people get free from porn or yourself. You're becoming an advocate. If you can get free from this stuff with God's help, you are now moving away from being a consumer of something that's driving these behaviors. Yeah. Episodes 127 and 128 on Pure Victory Podcast is is with Reflection Ministries and yeah, with, with Sammy and Jamie. And I just re- recommend if you're, if you're interested in just learning more about some individual stories even and stats, uh, go listen to those episodes because there's there's quite a bit there. But know that what you do matters, whether for good or for bad. Um, what you do in the privacy of your own bedroom, in your car, that stuff, it matters, right? And it makes a difference. And so if you can, you know, we don't, we don't say this to put guilt on you, but if you can, if you can really come to terms with the reality that, that like, oh, I am contributing to this, it, like I said, I think last week, it it allows you to repent greater. It allows you to be more aware of of, of what you've done. It, it allows you to be more aware of, on the flip side, the positive impact that you can have in breaking free and in living free from this stuff because you really can make a difference. I, I fully believe that one of God's ways of, of operating in this world is that the things that have gotten us down, he wants to use us in those things. To, to bring positive change for for his glory and to set people free to set other people free and uh and it's a real thing and so if you can just be real with that instead of live in denial like oh no I'm just one person like they would do it anyway that story the Braden shared if that woman the married woman wants it if you said no she'd probably go find it with someone else yeah sure but you're not contributing and you're actually being an example to that person of of someone who has standards and who thinks better of her same thing here with the porn industry you could think oh i'm just not i'm just one person these people are doing it anyway yeah but but your vote matters and the more you can do that the ripple effect is real because then you're going to shine a light you're going to talk to other people and 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 i think i think also you're going to have more of a like a clean heart and you're going to be able to go to God. You're going to be an, an advocate. You're going to pray for these things. It's really, really powerful to break free and realize that. And so I remember the moment, honestly, where I, I was like, oh, man, I I used to say I've, I've not put money towards this. And so I wasn't contributing. And I remember the moment when I realized, like, no, I was contributing every time I was on a porn site mm-hmm. with clicks. Every click that I had, I was contributing. And, and you look at like they can track how long users are on there, obviously yeah. on the site, how many clicks there are, all of that stuff they bring to ad companies yeah. and it increases the revenue to the porn industry, which, which funds porn hub executives, yeah. which, which profit off of sex traffickers, um, lots of different connections. That's right. And so That's I remember right. that moment for me and it was like, it was pretty sobering and pretty humbling. I guess just like you experienced like, oh, I was that guy yeah. who was contributing to this. And and I just think it's really, really important to be real with yourself. 
it is. And to, to give you an understanding of what Matt's saying is true. Sometimes we don't get this, but like Pornhub is owned by a company called MindGeek. And I, I'm sad to say they're Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Story world. I'm pride and joy. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyways, biggest porn site out there, Pornhub. The, one of the things though is that they that the owners of them, MindGeek, they only also own something called, I think it's Traffic Geek, but it's another subsidiary. And they actually, um, they work in information. So every time that you click on a, a video, somehow they store that information about you and they sell that information. They make money off of you, even if you're not paying uh, for, to watch that video. They're making money off of you simply by your clicks. And they sell the information about you to, to, to different uh, companies like Google. And then Google will spit out more of that content to you so that you can become a consistent customer and consumer of it. Because Google makes money. MindGeek makes money off you Pornhub, um, those things. So even if you think that I'm just engaging in something that's free, no, um, money is being made off of you. So you are contributing um, financially to these things. And sometimes we don't realize that it's true. Um, our information is being stored and used um, and sold. Um, there's big money in that. And often, you know, that we don't get that. When I click on something, I only see what I see. I don't know what's going on behind the curtain. Don't really care, right? <laughs> well, I think we need to care. We need to understand that, yes, money is being generated through what we're doing, our activity. So... That's very true. And I think it's something that um, not only that financial component, but the emotional and the spiritual uh, aspect of this. But when we, like Matt, you're talking about, we stand against this and we make the decision, I'm not going to click. I'm going to go get help. I'm going to move away from these things. You're doing the inverse of what you once did. And I think you can do far greater good than maybe the damage that you, you have done through your activity in the past. We know that. I mean, God turns these things on his head. What was designed for evil, he uses for good. And Matt and I are an example of that. We used to be in our bedroom looking at porn for hours and hours and hours. And here we are now talking about it. And we don't know what that means for you, but it could simply be helping somebody in your life or being better in your relationships um, because you're free. Uh, it could simply be you have a call in your life and now you could step out without being hindered by that, that baggage of shame. Um, whatever it is, um, we know that your purposes that God has for you are far greater than maybe what you've done in your past, um, what maybe what you're doing in your present. And we believe that and pray that for you. It's true. We, we really know that God has a plan and purpose for you. And it might be using maybe the pain and hurt that you've gone through as an individual. And now he's going to turn that on his head and it's going to bring help to others as you share your story and, and walk in freedom. Yeah, it's true. It's actually it's actually traffic junkie that mind geek. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Look that, at that. I yeah. love it. Correction. We are about being accurate here. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So somebody was saying to me, you should advertise on traffic junkie. And I'm like, okay, so you're going to put my ads on traffic junkie that's owned by mind geek. So I'm going to be paying mind geek. And also the ads are going to be on porn sites, but helping people get out of porn. Like, I don't think that's going to that's gonna work that well. Yeah. So I did have an experience with Traffic Junkie and, and it does advertise right on the porn site. But yeah, and so we're, we're there's there's just such big money. They're doing stuff in crypto and all of that. You actually can't pay. Um, you, you have to get a crypto account because they can't, you can't pay with a credit card because yeah. MasterCard and all these credit card companies got, they severed their ties with MindGeek when somebody put, a, put an article in New York Times and there was a big follow-up from that and government investigations into that and stuff. So when I was looking into Traffic Junkie, you had to go through these different things and put your money into different accounts and then send it to Traffic Junkie. 
because you couldn't just pay outright because it, somebody made a difference. Somebody made a stand, took a stand and made it very hard to put money into Traffic Junkie because all these credit card companies were like, whoa, I didn't, we didn't know the, 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 the damage that this company is doing. And so it's really cool to, to see the, the impact of somebody wrote an article or somebody shared mm -hmm. their story and God just took it, we believe, and, and got traction with it and it made a difference. So who's to say that couldn't be the case with you when you take a stand, you quit, you get out of this stuff and, uh, and start sharing your story. Who knows what God will do? So you can make a difference. You matter. God bless. I uh, hope this has been good and uh, we'll chat soon. Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear more, please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe. This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.